The Rio Summer Olympics lasted for 17 days, but the preparation of the Games forced some 70,000 people out of their homes. Many had been living in their homes for decades, and such displacement has actually become typical in the development of modern-day Olympics. According to the research by the Center on Housing Rights and Evictions conducted in 2007, more than 2 million people were displaced by Olympic development from 1988 to 2008. But it's usually images rather than numbers that stir our hearts, so let's now bring in Mark Orem Leclef, a New York-based visual artist from Germany who published a book of photos titled Olympics Favela. Welcome to our program. Thank you so much for having me. So how did your project Olympics Favela begin? Um, the project, um, in, in a way, started uh, back in uh, 2008 when the uh, Beijing Olympic Games uh, were underway. And I had heard that there were very large-scale evictions happening there um, to make way for Olympic infrastructure projects. And it struck me that the ideals um, of the Olympic Games, which you know largely rely on this um, event that is supposed to unite people, uh, were so much contradicted by the realities of the ground, which uh, meant that many, many thousand people uh, were removed from their homes for the event. Right, and looking at your the photos, they're very beautiful. They're full of life. They're not pictures of people being pulled from their homes or you know, pictures of rubble from what I've seen. You really were able to capture the life in these villages and, and, and really bring to our attention what is being uh, destroyed. Um, I understand about a quarter of Rio de Janeiro's population lives in favelas. Can you tell us more about the cultural value or heritage of these communities? Well, um, thank you. <laughs> the, the, the history of favelas goes back well over 100 years. So um, at this point, um, favelas are an integral part of the city of Rio de Janeiro. And as far as cultural uh, significance goes, uh, I think when we think about Carnival, which is a huge event that is very important, not just in Rio, but all throughout Brazil, uh, we have to realize that a lot of the culture that uh, is being celebrated um, through art uh, carnival comes from uh, the favelas. Even the opening um, ceremony of the Olympic Games featured a dance, um, uh, the Pasareño, that is uh, that was born in the favelas. Mm. So uh, the the presence of the culture um, and the people who live in them, in in the areas that. Uh, you and I may go to as we visit uh, Rio as tourists. It's it's omnipresent. We we encounter the people on every corner. They work in our hotels and our gardens. They they drive our taxis, and the culture that they uh, produce is is palpable throughout the city. Well, before the 1988 Olympics, Seoul also evicted 720,000 slum residents. But considering the state of modernization today, it seems like something like that would have happened sooner or later. Do you think it's necessarily a bad thing to rebuild and remodel these old neighborhoods? Or is there something so intrinsically a, a value that would be lost if, if people modernized? Well, I, I think the, the distinction that we have to make is between uh, modernization or also what is often called gentrification, you know, right. when people come in with capital and start upgrading areas that, that are in need of upgrading. Those are things um, that I think are um, in a way natural and necessary to urban landscapes. 
um, the the focus of my project was always to portray the people who um, are don't really have a voice in that process right. um, and those who are specifically being evicted from their home. So that is the big difference, really. Um, and in Rio, a lot of these um, processes intersect. But uh, with my project, I stayed very clear on focusing on the people who are being evicted or who are fighting eviction specifically in preparation for the World Cup or the Olympic Games. So that is a, a different situation because these people are um, cannot um, urbanize or modernize their neighborhoods. They simply have to leave. Did you get a sense of whether they received enough compensation for moving or were they really just out of luck? So in, in the process of doing the project, I could, I could witness how both the city um, changed their attitude toward these residents that are, were fighting hmm. and how the residents themselves educated themselves in resisting eviction procedures legally with the use of public defenders. So um, over the course of the four years that I've been witnessing this up close, the, the compensation payments the city would offer to people who would leave their homes uh, became better. Um, in the beginning, it was usually far, far below market rates. Um, and in the end, it started getting better, which prompted people to try and hold out in their homes as long as they could, even if all the neighbors had already been gone and their houses been demolished. Hmm. Um, so the, the city, um, I think through the pressure of the public eye, you know, and people like me who, who worked on publicizing what was happening, um, did try and, and do a better job. Um, yeah, in your photographs, they have people in front of the houses holding uh, torches or just simply in front of their houses. What what? What was the artistic focus of, of that choice? I think um, it, one has to understand that, that people who live in favelas are often um, disregarded um, in Brazil. Um, many people in Brazil don't know these neighborhoods up close. Um, and yes, there are definitely problems in many of those neighborhoods. So um, it, it's not a, a perfect community, but the truth is these are very strong communities. Right. And for me, it was important to do a project that both humanizes the people who live there and, and just show them as you and I in a, in a very value-free um, and personal environment. And then the other series that I developed, um, the concept with the torches for, that was based on extensive image research that I did both online um, to see what certain keywords like resistance, liberation, um, would produce uh, all over the world, really, to see what kind of hand gesture are universally understood when uh, you bring up these keywords uh, mm -hmm. that have all to do with the eviction process. And then it turned out that the raised fist uh, became a prominent gesture but it wasn't clear that when I went down to Rio to portray these people that that would be something that would resonate with huh. the residents. So it was a really beautiful experience that when we went there and despite the warnings by many locals that, you know, this me being this white guy yes. <laughs> going down there to, to shoot, it, that it probably wasn't the best idea to light fireworks or anything like that to call more attention upon myself. 
Um, but I really wanted to see if people were interested in being portrayed in this uh, moment of representation and strength rather mm. than being victimized or being shown as victims yet again. So and the beauty was that um, people really embraced, the residents really embraced the idea and were happy to um, show themselves in this moment, holding the torches. Yeah, there would be a, a big difference between going in as a photojournalist and trying to document the destruction or the confrontation. So you were able to connect to them on a different level and they were much more willing to be part of your project? Yes, it certainly was a very slow process. Um, when I first started the project, people were so insecure about how they could defend themselves against the proceedings, which in many cases were illegal. Yeah. They were very unsure um, and nervous about talking to somebody who they weren't sure uh, is coming possibly from the city or state government. And so it took a lot of explaining to do. And slowly as we explained what we're doing and when I re would return um, to Rio with photographs that I'd taken previously, and was able to show people more and more what this body of work was becoming, they understood more easily and were more easily willing to participate. Wow. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning and sharing your project. It's called Olympics Favela. And thank you to Mark Orem Leclef. I appreciate it. And you can email your opinions and questions regarding any of our interviews to EFM this morning at gmail.com. Stay with us, we have more to come.